welcome once again to the E-Bone Zone, as I invite you to sit back, relax, and listen for the 322nd time on this Friday, February 3rd, 2023. I hope you enjoy this week's episode, Aging Out is Hard to Do. about you, but going back to high school isn't at the top of my list of things I want to do, for multiple reasons, but I don't speak for everyone on that front. Take one woman in New Jersey, for example. She had a different idea. And for the time being, we'll just call her Sherry. She enrolled in a high school in her area. For what purpose? I'm not exactly sure, considering she's 29 years old. Unless she's wanting to be a teacher, I don't know what her aim is at all. And for legitimacy's sake, she filed some fake paperwork like a birth certificate. Because even if something's obviously false, if you've got paperwork to prove it, is it really not true? And I don't know about you, but I'd say that even if there's a birth certificate involved, it probably wouldn't be too hard to tell the difference between a high school student and a 30-year-old. And you can say all you want about that, but it's just my idea on it. Unsurprisingly, she spent a lot of time with the other adults in the building particularly the guidance counselor who was trying to find more information out about the new student. Heavy air quotes on that. The thing that boggles me is how long she made it without someone noticing. Four days in this school. My question here is sort of like Barbosa asked Elizabeth in Dead Man's Chest. I'm curious. After enrolling, what is it you plan on doing next? I know for sure that she wasn't there to brush up on her calculus skills for college prep. That sounds like a nightmare. School officials eventually uncovered the lie and called the authorities. Sherry was banned from the property, and the district is looking to beef up the enrollment process to prevent stuff like this from happening again. I know this might already be clear, but for me, one trip through high school was enough, and I'm not risking prison to go back, because I didn't care much for it to begin with. Just being honest. And before we get to the rest of the episode, I'd like you to hear a word from my friends at McNutter Butter Coffee. The morning cup of coffee. It's an American tradition, smooth and full of flavor. Just the thing you need to get your day roaring to a start. But not all coffee is created equal. And if it's quality you crave, choose McNutter Butter Coffee. McNutter Butter is whole beans, so you can grind it yourself with the assurance of the freshest cup possible every time. Try the classic Good Morning Neighbor, a smooth all-day coffee. Enjoy in the morning to start your day or relax in the evening having a cup with a friend. Coffee Doodle Doo, a roast that's fit for a cowboy with a smoky flavor and a smooth finish. Or my personal favorite, Beanin' For You, the coffee that will put a pep in your step with some great flavor. You can also freshen up with a McNutter Butter Facial Scrub. The saying is true. The only thing better than our coffee is sharing it with friends. To find out more, visit McNutter Butter Coffee on Facebook. This week, I would like to continue a tradition that I hold very close to my heart. I try and offer a good Christian podcast, so I thought I would begin sharing a new Bible verse each week. This week, I would like to share a verse from the book of Philippians. Philippians chapter 4, verse 19 says, But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. This verse is talking about God supplying our need. Let's take a look at that for a second. We know God is with us at all times. We know that he's with us wherever we go. So whatever we need, he will supply. Let's take a look at an example from the book of Matthew. Matthew eleven twenty eight, and the King James says this, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, 
and I will give you rest. So there's one example. If you need rest, he will give you rest. He says it right there in the Gospels. If you need peace, he'll give you peace. If you need confidence, he'll give you confidence. If you need happiness, he'll give you happiness. If you need joy, he'll give you joy. If you need an opportunity, he'll give you that opportunity. It is not in the realm of impossibility for God to give you all you need. He is capable of anything and everything, and he loves you because you're his child. He will supply everything you need. You need to put your confidence in him. You need to put your happiness in him. You need to put your joy in him. You need to rest in him because he is Lord of it all. He is where peace comes from. He is where happiness comes from. He is where rest comes from. He is where every good thing in this world comes from. And if you ask for it, he will give you everything you need. Coming to him in prayer, coming to him in supplication is the best thing we can do. We can communicate with God, communicate with him what we need, even though he already knows what we need. He wants to hear from us. He wants to hear our desires. He wants to hear our hopes. He wants to hear our dreams. He wants to hear everything that's on our heart. Even in the bad moments, God isn't just God of the good times. God is God of the bad times as well. He holds it all. He holds all our needs. He holds all our wants. And if God says something, he'll do it. I'll remind you once again what it says here in the book of Philippians, but my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory. It's not by our strength that he will supply our need. It's not by our confidence that he'll supply our need. It's not by anything man can do that he'll supply our need, but it's because of his righteousness, his mercy, his grace. It's because of Christ Jesus. It's because of his glory through his son. We can trust him today to supply everything we need. Friends, don't worry. God has every need you will ever need in his hands. Sometimes the internet can be a pretty cool place. Other times, well, not so much. And that's why I've taken it upon myself to dive back into the depths of Twitter to see which side of the coin we're presented with this week. This week's hashtag is the 90s in five words or less. The first response to this week's hashtag is be kind, rewind. Ah, blockbuster video. I don't remember ever going there, but I do remember VHS tapes. They were everywhere at my grandma's house when I was younger, but now they're kind of like a relic that people not too much younger than me think were used by cavemen or something. That's weird, isn't it? Am I getting old? Yeah, well, considering the fact that I only know about that phrase from reruns of Dawson's Creek on Netflix and Hulu, I don't think I'm quite there yet. The next response to this week's hashtag is Glamour Shots, the original selfie. Okay, I probably brought a bunch of memories back for a lot of people, and this is probably one trend that you're glad went away. All I can tell you for absolutely sure is, in the ones that I've seen, the hair was obnoxiously large. Really, level with me here for a second. If you've taken a glamour shot, answer this question honestly. What was the reason for all that hairspray? That might be the reason why the ozone's messed up. Too much hairspray for one decade to hold. The next response to the hashtag the 90s in five words or less is, put it on channel three. I remember that. Of course, I'm a product of the 2000s, but still, we had one of those old school consoles with the games already loaded on it that my dad had back when he was a kid, and it was freakishly fun. 
There was this one racing game that my brother was really good at, and I just wanted to drive into signs and watch the cars explode. I was a strange child. And the last response to this week's hashtag, the 90s in five words or less, is the last time Dallas won anything. 1996, to be exact. I can't argue with the facts. I would try and make a point here, but I think it's already known that the Cowboys just aren't as rootin' or tootin' as they used to be. Cowboys fans have been sailing a sinking ship for years. I'm sorry. A little behind-the-scenes fact about me. A mustache is something I've always wanted. I don't particularly know why, but I think that facial hair is really cool. And apparently, I'm not the only one, because we've discussed competitions for this kind of stuff on the podcast before. In the episode, The Beard Off, Contest of Kings. A link is in the description to that, by the way. This is similar, but different. This was a mustache styling contest, where you grow your face fur as much as you want and mold it into something cool. And one man from Virginia, his name's Bob Baker, he won the whole thing. It was his first nationals ever, and he took top prize in a clean sweep. The mustache he's grown has landed him some pretty cool benefits. He now has 3 million followers on TikTok and a role in a bare-knuckle boxing movie. He's even named the thing, Elliot Norris. Okay, naming your mustache I think is kind of strange, but he got first place in a mustache competition. Who am I to judge, being hairless as I am? Congratulations, Bob and Elliot. You deserve it. But one thing I've got to ask you is, who here's more responsible for the notoriety? I'm a little confused on that because, hear me out. If you really think about it, here's what happened. Bob is the one that grew Elliot to remarkable size and style, but the mustache won the competition. I know the mustache is part of the person, but in this case, I think of it as a give-and-take type thing. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I'm really glad you could make it, and I hope you enjoyed the festivities. If you want to stay connected to the show, I'd invite you to pop on over to Facebook or Twitter and give the page a follow. Just search Ebone Zone on Facebook and Official EBZ on Twitter. And if you want more from the podcast, visit the website, www.ebonezone.com. If you're new, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next week, my friend, God bless you, stay humble, and remember, keep an ear out.